Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Halfway through the work week on a Wednesday, this is the Mark Aram Show with you till 8 in the p.m. We have got a long line of really nasty-looking thunderstorms right now, stretching from Canton all the way down to the southwest below Carrollton. Brad Nitz is uh, at the ready to jump in with any severe weather alerts, and obviously, as you heard Doug Turnbull uh, mentioned traffic is getting impacted, but we got you covered with traffic updates every six minutes on the Mark Aram Show. Got a fun show tonight. Jay Black's going to join us in 30 minutes, WSB Radio Sports Director. There will be fans at Sanford Stadium for the Bulldogs games this season, but there's a catch. Jay Black will join us with that. Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. But every Wednesday, we like to kick things off with my favorite game of all time. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Joining us live in studio on his honeymoon, this dude came in, the newly married Mr. Alex Williams from the uh, WSB Traffic Team. How are you, little guy? I'm doing all right. How are y'all doing? Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. How did everything? Well, you know what? I'm going to save the wedding talk. All right. For the next half hour, because I'm keeping you here for a while, because I haven't seen you in so long. I missed your face. Alex Williams, uh, newly married. Tell the folks uh, at home else, uh, a little bit else about yourself. Um, newly married. Yeah. Uh, part of the WSB traffic team, and uh, married somebody from Channel 2. There you go. We got an inter, uh, little incestual marriage going on here. First four <laughs> floor, third floor. Uh, she's great. You're great. I'm so happy to see you. Congratulations, Alex. Uh, Millennial Match Game, as always, brought to you by our pals at Rocco's European Garage. Today's theme, TV game show theme songs, little guy. So TV game show theme songs. So think about that while we meet our contestants on the phone. Uh, Scott is in Tahaharon. Scott, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, what do you want to know? I'm uh, in my 50s and uh, I what, listen what, to you guys every evening. That's awesome. What do you do for a living, Scott? I'm actually an optometrist. Oh, very nice. Eyes. That's uh, this the uh, a foot doctor, Alex, in case you didn't know. That's the uh, doctor of the foot. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. That. I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, Scott, we got an actual doctor. That's pretty cool. You're going to be playing Brandon in Snellville. Brandon, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Right, Preach for uh, taking me on the show here. Welks, buddy. Uh, how old are you, and what do you do for a living? I'm 35 years old, and I'm a point-of-sale systems installer for Chick-fil-A and other restaurants. Oh, I wish they had the point-of-sales back when I was uh, a waiter. You know, the, the touchscreen computer we just enter in, like Alex Williams wants the onion rings and the blooming onion and the cheeseburger. Like, they didn't have that when I was uh, – I love point-of-sales. Anyway, all right, uh, Rocco's European Garage sponsoring Millennial Match Game Game Show theme song. Here's the deal, guys. I'm going to play a theme song from a famous game show – you guys don't need to know what game show it's from. You just have to guess whether or not Alex Williams will know. When in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. This is an easy one. This is a 50-50 yes or no. We'll start with you, Scott. Will Alex Williams, the millennial, know what game show this theme song is from? 
one of the greatest game shows of all time. As a little kid, I loved this when this came on. It was just a wacky, wacky deal. What do you think, though? Well, Alex Williams, he's young. He's a millennial. Will he know what game show that's from, Scott? I don't think he'll have a clue. Alex, you want to hear a little more of it? Yeah, a little more. Just picture everyone having a good time, dancing around. That's every game show ever. Oh, this is extreme, though. What do you think? 70s, early 80s game show? Take a guess, little guy. Give me a game show, any game show. Family Feud? Not Family Feud. That was the world-famous Gong Show. Have you heard of it, the Gong Show? I have heard of it. What was that movie about the the, um, host of the Gong Show? He was allegedly a CIA uh, hitman. You remember that movie, Chuck? Oh, it was a really good movie. George Clooney was in it. Julie Roberts was in it. Someone will know. All right, uh, Scott gets the point. Brandon, millennial match game, game show edition. Will Alex Williams know what game show this is? One of the most famous game shows of all time. What do you think, Brandon? I think everybody should know this. Everyone should know this. The question is, will Alex Williams know this? What game show is this, Alex? I know the, I know the song. Yeah. I know I've heard it before, but... Oh, my gosh. Throw one out. Give me a guess. Uh, deal or no deal. Not deal or no deal. That was Family Feud. That was Family Feud. Yes. No point for Brandon. All right, here we go. Scott, Millennial Match Game Game Show Edition. Will Alex Williams know what this game show theme song is? Again, one of my fa- apparently all I did as a kid was uh, watch game shows because I loved this one as well. I'm going to give you a hint here, Scott. Alex is too young to know this game show. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know which one this is. I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. I don't believe he'll have a clue. Alex, I will uh, I will buy you a bison fillet at Ted's Montana Grill if you can guess this one. Uh, you might not have even ever heard of this one. No. Joker's wild. Joker's wild. No. Joker, Joker, and a triple. Round two, a millennial match game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What's the score and who's up, Deborah Green? Scott, two, Brandon, zero. You know what I'm going to do this weekend? I'm going on YouTube, and I'm going to watch three episodes of Joker's Wild. I think they might be reruns on, like, Buzzer Network. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. I never heard of the Buzzer Network. All right. uh, You said Brandon's up. Brandon, will Alex Williams, the millennial, know what game show this theme song is from? You say no? It's kind of a newer one. I can't go again. So that's it. I, I can barely hear you, Brand, but you're saying no on that? No. All right. Uh, he does like men in tights. What do you think, Alex? What game show is this? Yeah, he's right. I thought I would do good at this game. Yeah. But... <laughs> it's tough. You know, abstractly just hearing him, it's tough. Uh, this is American Gladiators. American Gladiators. Okay. Yeah, men in tights. Not Robin Hood men in tights. All right, Scott, you're up. Uh, again, no way Alex Williams knows this one. I'm not going to uh, you know, sway your answer, but I'd be very surprised if little guy knows what this is from. Go ahead and say no, Scott. There's no chance. No. Yeah. 
No, I, 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 to be fair, I would not have gotten this one either, Alex. Even though my aunt was on this uh, game back in the 70s. I know it's wrong, but Price is Right. Price is Right is a good guess. Supermarket Sweep. And it's coming okay. back. Is it I, coming I, back? I know, I know what show you're talking about, where they go down the aisle with a shopping cart. You and get a cart, and you go, and you can fill up your cart. I don't the know the actual there. thing. What's the first thing you're going to get, Longoria? Diapers? No, meat. Meat? It's yeah, the big steaks. hams. He goes yeah. for Dr. Yeah. Pepper. The big hams. Yeah. Chuck, you you still need diapers, so you'll go to the diaper alley first. Oh, yeah. Alex Williams goes to the frozen food, gets the lean cuisines. What you've been eating recently? That's my uh, frozen overnight treat. Yeah, the frozen overnight <laughs> treat. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, Millennial Match Game Game Show uh, theme song edition. It is now Brandon's turn. Brandon, will Alex Williams, the millennial, know what game show this theme song is from? This is these are tough, Alex. I'm sorry. The, the gong show and the family feud are easy. This one's tough. What do you think, Brandon? Will Alex know? You say no. I'm with you, uh, Alex Williams. What is that? They're all starting to sound alike. They are. They do sound similar. There's one guy in Hollywood that just writes all of these. Yeah. Any guess? Price is right. No. Uh, Double Dare. Double Dare was... Uh, and I've, I've seen that yeah, show, we, but, but I wouldn't know the song. Yeah, me neither. Right. That's a tough one. Uh, by the way, Merv Griffin wrote the theme song for Jeopardy. So maybe he the wrote Merv all Griffin of these shows. Yeah, Seinfeld. exactly right. All right, uh, Millennial Match Game, Game Show uh, Theme Song Edition. Um, I've never heard of a lot of these. Let's go. Let's skip down to number 10. Uh, I believe Scott's up, right? Scott, will yeah. uh, Millennial Alex Williams know what TV show this theme song is from? Welcome to where old-fashioned romance meets modern-day technology. Now it's a little easier. There's kind of a. Hear all the intimate details of a first date. What do you think, Scott? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to. I'm still going to say no. I don't think so. Yeah, this is a little before Alex's time. I. This is one I definitely know, but Alex Williams, I don't know. Dating show. What's what's a good dating show? Game show. Love Connection. That is correct. Oh. Wow. Is that because you're a huge fan on Twitter of uh, what's his name? It's because Chuck I've seen it on an episode <laughs> of Full House. Oh, really? All right, whatever it is. All right, that's pretty cool. Um, all right, Brandon's up. Brandon, will uh, little guy, Alex Williams, the millennial, know what game show this theme song is from? Catchy. It's catchy, Brandon, but will Alex the Millennial know a game show that uh, that theme song is from? I think I know it, but I don't think he's going to get it. I would not have gotten this, Alex. What do you got? Yeah, I don't know this one. Yeah, I've never heard of this game, to be honest with you. Body language? Yeah, I've never heard have of Have you guys that. heard of body language? Alex Williams' phone's blowing up with her, by the way. It's like charades. Yeah. Is it new? Is it old? Thank you. It's... 70s, 80s. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of body yeah. language. Yep. All right, interesting. Yeah, All right, end of round two, Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What is the score, Deborah Green? We got Scott with four and Brandon with two. All right, uh, Scott winning, but Brandon's going to have a chance to uh, tie this puppy up, send it to overtime. We'll come back. Alex Williams, newly married Alex Williams in studio. Oh, yeah, by the way, little guy, we're going to play Does Alex Williams Know This Food as well, so hang tight. We'll be right back. It's Wednesday, Mark Aram Show, 95.5 WSB.
Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. Final segment of Millennial Match Game. What is the score, Deborah Green? We've got Scott with four and Brandon with two. All right, Brandon hung up. He was getting smushed. So, Scott, we're going to finish up with you, my friend. You, No pressure. All You've right. already won this one. Game show theme edition of Millennial Match Game. Will Alex Williams know what game show this theme song is from? What do you think, Scott? I know it. You know it. He'll get this one because. Uh, yeah, yeah, because, wait. because. Uh, Alex Williams, what game show is that? Price is Right. That is The Price is Right. Good job. Scott gets the point. All right, final one. Will Alex Williams know what game show this is from? What do you think, Scott? He should know this one because they're hilarious. Yeah, he should know this one. What game show is this? It's from Does Alex Williams Know This Food? <laughs> no. It's from the game you're on right now. Oh, Millennial Match Game. Yeah, or just regular Match isn't that, Game. Yeah. Isn't that the same? No, that's a different one. Yeah. You have the Benny Hill theme song. Yes. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because when we come back after news, weather, and traffic, we are going to play Does Alex Williams Know This Food? Scott, you are very good at this game. If I ever need an eye doctor, I'm coming to see you, buddy. Sounds great. All Thanks. Right. There you go. Scott and Tyrone. And again, we're going to get prizes soon, right? The pandemic? We are working on it. We yep. are working on getting prizes. Maybe win a date with Alex Williams. That will be a, a prize. <laughs> no? All right, we'll see. Uh, news, weather, and traffic. When we come back, Alex Williams, does he know this food? Plus, Jay Black with the latest on Georgia Bulldog football tickets for this season. And we got a bunch more stuff. So hang tight. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, folks, this is Mark Marin from WTF. You're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Enjoy. 640, 69 degrees on Peachtree Street. Oh, it's chilly out. We're going to take this down to a, it is now a four on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. It was only a six earlier, Longoria. It's delightful outside. I mean, aside from the severe weather, it's delightful. Temperature-wise, it's delightful. Uh, we're delighted to have Alex Williams back in studio. He is uh, officially on his honeymoon. Got married last, when did you get married? Last Saturday. Last Saturday past, yeah, past in Saturday. North Carolina. Yep. Our beloved member of the uh, WSB traffic team. Uh, before we get into does Alex William know this food? Um, how was the wedding? The nuptials? Well, I mean, obviously it's the time of COVID, so your original plans were scrapped. Yeah, it was. We had a great wedding. It was a COVID wedding for yes. sure. Um, masks and limited guests. Yeah, but we still had a great time. No reception, but when you were doing your vows, were you wearing a mask or no? No mask for the vows. No, and who performed the ceremony? Um, my wife's preacher. Okay. At, at the church she grew up with. Not Erickson. Not Erickson. All right, so Chuck locked down Erickson for his wedding, right? Didn't Erickson do the uh, the ceremony for yeah. your wedding? Yep. And then Chris Burns did yours, Longoria? Yeah. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ten years ago. Yeah. I knew, I knew Chris Burns before anybody else did. Yeah. Excellent. So so I, the reason I, I'm asking, because obviously my wedding uh, was postponed. I was supposed to get married in Maine this September, so we're going to do what you did and do just a little COVID wedding here in Atlanta. Um, so I, I was just trying to pick your brain, but, uh, very happy for you, Alex It was Williams. great. We had a great time. All right. Uh, you ready to play Does Alex Williams Know This Food? Let's give it a go. Does Alex Williams Know This Food? Does Alex Williams Know This Food? Does Alex Williams Know This Food? That boy don't know what that is. All right, so we haven't done this in a long time because we've been working overnights, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to do, we're going to do four separate Does Alex Williams Know This Food? All right, oh, you ready? Lord. All right, well, first one. Does Alex Williams know what cold duck is? What's cold duck? And it's not duck, little guy. Well, there goes my answer. <laughs> cold duck. What, what could it be? 
cold duck. Um, I wouldn't have gotten this one either. It's a beverage. Yeah, I don't have any idea. It's a uh, fizzy drink made of champagne and sparkling burgundy. I had heard of cold duck, and I knew it was a beverage, but I wouldn't have known. I can't imagine you drinking that. Like, yeah. maybe girls would have that. But, yeah, like yeah. a French 75. Have you heard of that? Or I'm probably saying it. So French something is some new fruit-fruit girls drink. So that I- boy does not know what that is. Yeah, that's all right, Alex Williams. I wouldn't have known that one. All right, does Alex Williams know this food? Endive. What's an endive, Alex Williams? type of fish. <laughs> uh, no, uh, it is a leaf vegetable. Endive salad. They're actually pretty, as far as uh, vegetables go, leafy vegetables, it's it's pretty good. I like an endive salad. That boy does not know what that is. Yeah, they're, the, coming, they're in fancier restaurants. You're not getting the endive yeah, salad. Keep playing that one. You're not getting the endive salad at Taco Max. So I I, I know you All right, here we go. Uh, oh, this is a good one. What's a papadum? A papadum. Does Alex Williams know this food? Papa Dumb. A type of chicken. That's actually a really good guess. Papa, Papa Dumb, no. It is a thin, crisp, round flatbread. It's a uh, type of bread. I, I believe it's Indian in nature. Yeah, it's pretty common with Indian meals. Yeah, so it's kind of like, uh, yeah, bread. It's like a really thin Indian tortilla. That boy does not know what that is. Final one. Tempura. Tempura. Tempura, isn't that a uh, type of sushi? Eh, it can be. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what you get with <laughs> Tempura is uh, any any seafood, meat, or vegetables that's been battered and deep fried. So, like when you go to Benihana, you can get tempura shrimp, tempura. Like tempura fried shrimp. Fried shrimp, zucchini, anything okay. that's battered and fried. So, uh, no, we're going to say That Alex, boy does not know what that is. He didn't. You know, oh, my goodness. I just realized we're supposed to have Jay Black on right now. Jay, you still there? Neither, so y'all carry on. I'm so sorry, Jay Black. Oh my God, did you know any of those foods, Jay Black? By the way, uh, what do you think? Uh, no. Never, no. never heard of any of them. Never heard of it. All right, so we can fi- we can have Jay Black fill in for Alex Williams, uh, in in case Alex doesn't want to know this food anymore. All right, Jay, can you hang on? Because uh, I want to get an update on the dogs when we come back. Will do. All right, Jay Black getting a comp day today. Alex Williams. Love you, buddy. Miss you. Congratulations Thank on the nuptials. Guys. I'm very happy. I'm really psyched that uh, your your new bride had the foresight to make you sign a prenup. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> That's obviously. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Kimberly. Alex Williams. Does Alex Williams know this food? He knows everything else. He knows life is good. Welcome back. Well, you're not really back yet, but thanks for coming in. Uh, We'll come back with Jay Black, an update on dogs football tickets this season. Hang tight. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. Welcome back to the show. Rainy Wednesday. Brad Nitz getting reports of uh, quarter-sized hail in East Cobb County right now. We'll get you through the severe weather. Don't you worry about it. Traffic updates, of course, as needed. Uh, By the way, Chuck, the uh, movie Confessions of a Dangerous Mind was about the uh, the host of the Gong Show, who allegedly he claims uh, Jackie Lee on Twitter from the traffic team told me about that. It's a really good movie. I like that a lot. I also like college football a lot, and I love Jay Black. So let's combine the two. Jay Black just working overtime for us on the Mark Aram Show past his bedtime. Thanks for hanging on, Jay Bird. 
I love you too, buddy. It was, uh, it was. I mean, it's a special occasion. We got Alex Williams in here on his honeymoon. So absolutely, yeah. Yeah, he, if he's going to come in on his honeymoon, I will step aside for. Does he know this food? Which, <laughs> which he didn't. Little guy did not know this food. All right, I didn't know until today whether or not there'd be fans at Sanford Stadium. We finally have an answer. What can you tell us about tickets for dogs football games this fall? That is the plan. And even uh, Athletic Director Greg McGarry admitted today, all plans are subject to change right now, but the plan for the University of Georgia's reduced capacity of Sanford Stadium from 92,000 down to between 20 and 25%. So that'll be at a maximum 23,000 people will be let into the stadium. How they're going to decide who gets to go, it'll be a pecking order based on how much you donate to the athletic department. The high, high rollers will get to go to all four home games. Everybody else, though, will likely get to go to only one or two based on availability. They're going to group people in pods. So you can buy a set of four tickets and you can sit right next to those people. So basically your close friends or intermediate family. Mm -hmm. Besides that, they're going to spread everybody else around the stadium. There will be student tickets available for about 3,000 students. There's no decisions that have been made yet what will happen to tailgating or the band or the dog walk. But the plan for Georgia is 20 to 25% capacity for Sanford Stadium, which is in line with what everybody else is doing, including Georgia Tech, which announced their plans today. Uh, they'll have 11,000 people at Bobby Dodd Stadium, which is 20%. WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Sanford Stadium currently holds up to 92,000-plus fans. And for good games, it's really difficult to get a ticket for those at 15%, 20, 25% capacity. We're talking about 18,000 to 23,000 tickets. It just got that much tougher to get a, a good Bulldogs game ticket, right? I mean, this is going to be very tough to get a, a ducket into these games. Yeah, and the and with it being an all SEC schedule and four home games, the the chances of that availability go down. You're not going to be able to you know get the the drift game tickets that that usually come come available. Yeah. What is not clear is how many season ticket holders will opt out and just say, you know what, I'm going to put my money toward next year. I'm not going to going to bother with this. But uh, Greg McGarity has said. Right now, they don't anticipate any single-game tickets becoming available, but uh, that could change. There's nothing to stop people from putting their tickets on StubHub, so that could be an option as well if you really want to go. And no penalty if the, the season ticket holders drop out, right? It's not going to be held against them if they That's opt correct. out this season. Yes. Uh, Jay Black joining us on the Mark Aram Show. What about opposing team tickets? Like uh, Tennessee's coming, right, to, to Sanford Stadium. Normally, the opposing team gets a, a bushel of tickets to fill the stands. Do we know if the opposing teams are getting any tickets this season? The SEC voted 14 to zero to say no. There will Ooh. be a smattering of tickets available for parents uh, of the students if they want to go to that. But besides that, they have kept all the tickets for just their home fans this year. Since they're not going to have a lot of them, uh, there will be no road tickets available. There will be tickets available to the Florida game for uh, Georgia and Florida yeah. fans. Not quite clear on that number. Probably about 10,000 if we can make it to November 7th. But uh, as far as uh, road tickets go, that will not happen this year. The world's greatest outdoor COVID party in Jacksonville. <laughs> um, real quick, Jay, uh, I feel bad for, I know there's like dogs fans that have gone to like every game for the past 50 years, home and away, and that's not going to happen this year. That that kind of stinks. It's, I, I think everybody would be thankful if they just got the one. If you can just go to one this year, have that be some sense of normal. 
a lot of streaks are coming to an end. A lot of things have come to an end. Alex Williams just had to have a wedding <laughs> on with a mask. So I, I'm pretty – I don't think there's going to be a lot of complaining. It just Hey, just let me go Look to one that. game. A rare optimistic Jay Black on the Mark Arab Show. Jay, we'll catch you tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade, the very latest. Oh, Christian Pache, by the way. Yes. Starting batting uh, ninth, uh, ninth tonight for the Braves in left field. So uh, the Pache era begins. Jay will have the complete uh, coverage tomorrow on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Go to sleep, Jay Bird. See you. All right, we're going to come back after news, weather, and traffic. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On at Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is... The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 7.08, eight minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The uh, whole gang here tonight, Deborah Green, the executive producer of the show, Longoria, the Stoke Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window, Low T. Chuck, Low screens, tea. them calls. Johnny Cabasa will join us in uh, just uh, 30 minutes with a fast food review. Always excited. Uh, the weather's not good right now, though. That is the uh, top story here. Uh, a lot of Metro Atlanta getting hammered with some severe weather storms. And someone on Twitter suggested, I remind folks, don't put your hazard lights on when you're driving in the rain. That's only if you're on the side of the road, if you're stalled out, if you're driving, don't put your hazard lights on. Have your headlights on, headlights on, as Doug Turnbull says, but don't drive with your hazard lights on. Why that, do people do that? I don't know, Chuck. I never no, saw I never that until I moved even here. Just why? I, Are you trying to let people know you're driving too slow? I guess. I don't know. I, I just never knew what the thought process was. Yeah. It never occurred to me to turn my flashers on while I was driving. It's illegal. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, that's all I got to say about that. And floss. Yeah, and floss, <laughs> wash your hands, all that stuff. Uh, I got a, I got a, uh, this is, this is, this impacts me, Deborah, Longoria, and Chuck, none. But it's a story worth mentioning. Okay. Uh, the Atlanta uh, AJC Peachtree Road Race uh, is a no-go this year. It's going to be held virtually. That's what we were just talking about off air was. Oh, really? How, yeah, like how they were going to, how they were going to do I it. I don't know how it's going to work. I guess. There's an app on your phone. Then you run your, and you your run 10K. Your, and it basically like GPS is you and you can whatever. But you, but they, you can do any 10K, yeah, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. You just run around your neighborhood. I could just run back and forth my driveway if I wanted to. So instead of like cardiac hill and the yeah, tough thing, yeah, you can yeah, do no. whatever. So yeah. I. I don't know if they're doing prize money. They're going to mail the T-shirts out. But I know, much like, you know, dogs fans that have gone to, like, 48 straight whatever games, there are people that have raced in every single Peachtree Road Race, and this Mm -hmm. is the first time that it's ever been canceled. So I I feel bad for them. And I feel feel a little bad for me because this was the year I was going to (laughs) finally— Oh, really? What a coincidence. You could hook it up to a car. I was telling them, could you hook it up to a car and just drive like like, like like one mile mile an hour for— One of those e-scooters? There you yeah, go. That's there you go. Yeah. yeah, win it on the e scooter. Yeah. Um, I thought I could do it. Yeah, no, you can't. No, really? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I don't because, know. I thought that because do you, do you think it looks easy or like no. oh they're just jogging? Yeah, like I I believe it or not, back in my my former athletic days, I used to run basically five miles a day as a pitcher. If you weren't pitching, 
You were running. You were running. Yeah. So I could do. I could run five miles. The not even break a sweat. Yeah, but Ch- Charlie, you're a runner. Is there yeah. a difference between like training running huge. and actually long distance yeah. running? Right. There's a huge difference. Of course, but yeah. a 10k. But you you would be able to go ahead and and and, and run it and be done and be fine. It I thought be a so. Spectacular time. But. I thought I I know I can't now. Yeah. Because remember when I was in uh, St. Pete Beach. And uh, I, was, I was at the beach with Bosco, and she had a seizure. And I had to run well, back to my... That was on sand. Well, like in 50 flops, feet were, were sand, and then the rest was pavement. Yeah. But it, and it was but a you sprint. Were sprinting, so, and that, I, but yeah. I almost died. <laughs> so like, I even thought about that as I was keeled over. I'm like, oh, I can't run the Peachtree River. Even if you're just yeah. shuffling along, it'd yeah. get to you at some point. I was like, oh, yeah, i, I got to take that back. i got to pull that off the air. There's no way I can run the Peachtree Road Race. I, I sprinted 500 yards, and I literally thought I was going to die. So, yeah, so I, I, I cannot. I'm taking it back. Uh, I'm pulling a, re- a retraction. I'm retracting my earlier statement that oh, I could do the Peachtree Road Race. Uh, I I've been to many Peachtree Road Races. It used to be I haven't done it in a long time because now I take off every July Fourth because I didn't enjoy working the Peachtree Road Race mm-hmm. because I was the finish line guy. So I would have to go down to Piedmont Park every year, and in order to get there before they block the streets off or whatever. I would have to get up even earlier than three in the morning and get down there and, and, and set up camp and do. We used to do this amazing coverage during Atlanta's morning news where we had Scott Slade would anchor the coverage. We'd have Captain Herb in the chopper overhead. We had uh, one of our sports guys, Dave Douglas, on the on the media truck that's in front of the leaders. And Richard Sangster was at Cardiac Hill, and I'm at the finish line. I mean, we went all out on this. It was really, really spectacular. But I had the worst job because I'm sitting there doing nothing until the very end. Like, right. I'm You're just, just wait. I am literally just for five hours, whatever, just doing nothing. And then when finally something happens, I've got to interview the winner. And the winner was usually someone from an African nation. Yeah. And interviewing someone that may or may not even speak the language. Like, right. my first question would be, uh, hey, how does it feel? You just won the 23rd AO Peachtree Road Race. And I would get like the clicks and like I just didn't understand what they were saying. And if you don't understand the response, you can't ask a follow-up. So it was literally like a one-question interview. And I'd be like, all right, Slade, back to you. Like I was work, I worked, I did nothing for six hours and then I did a 20-second interview and then threw it back to Scott Slade. Yeah, it was guys, awful. Should have seen if you could, uh, since you did it so many years. Yeah. To see, you know, who are the possible winners, and see if you needed somebody to help you out, you know, translate or something. Yeah. yeah where was Jay Black? I mean, he couldn't translate for you. He was an intern back no. then. No. The, the highlight was, and you, uh, Deborah, you you do this. I don't want Chuck to do this. <laughs> the, <laughs> the winner of the uh, so they did the wheel the wheel. Actually, I should say this. I did like I would interview the wheelchair winners first. Yeah. And for like two years, maybe three years. The woman's winner of the wheelchair race looked like um, some famous uh, actress model, like drop dead gorgeous, like the the most beautiful woman you've ever seen in your life, and and she was uh, quad no paraplegic. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, so she she lost she lost her legs, and she would do like this 10k, and she'd come across the finish line looking like a model still. And it was like, she was just, I forgot her name. She was so beautiful. Russ would know her name. Let's go to Russ in Gainesville. <laughs> Russ, who's, who's the really, Come here a minute. I who's the really attractive wheelchair racer? You would know that, right? 
No, I have no, no clue. I mean, but it, I, I will tell you something about that Priest Tree Road race. Yeah, that happened to me. I went to Atlanta one time, and uh, it was last call. And I asked the people, "Where's the bar that's open?" And they said, "Well, that bar never closes. There's some bar, and I don't know the name of it. I've been trying to think of it, but it's on Peachtree." And I walked out of that thing. I opened the door, and it was daylight. And I said, oh, my God, I stayed here all night. Bulldogs. I, I think it's Bulldogs. Get in my car, pull out of the parking lot, take a right, and there's like 100 people screaming at me and waving their arms and running at me because I pulled right into the middle of the Peachtree Road race. On the 4th of July, Russ stumbles out of the bar, gets into his car. That's a whole other thing that you decided to drive after drinking all night and then almost ran down 100 Peachtree Road racers. Oh, yeah, they were running all around my car and hitting my car when they went by and everything. And I was like, oh, my God, I got it. And it was hard to turn around with all them doing that. And you were drunk. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a number of reasons why it was hard to turn around. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago. But have you ever yeah, have you ever run the, the ever run the Peachtree Road Race, Russ? No, no, that's the only time I've ever even knew anything about it. <laughs> I'll tell you what's, what, what's pretty interesting. I mean, it's a, a story tradition. I really feel bad for the runners I mean, there there are there are men and women that have run every single year, and they're going to miss that opportunity. But you can't get a reservation at an Italian restaurant within forty miles of Buckhead because all the racers the night before mm-hmm. are carbo loading. Like Margiano's, I, I love how I pronounce it, Margiano's now. Margiano's in Buckhead, like it's the 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 busiest day of the year for them is the night before the Peachtree Road Race. Because I guess Chuck, as a runner. I guess that's that's what runners do. They carbo load. Is that the, the well? Yeah, I mean it's it, it it is a thing that it's not quite as simple as that. Yeah, yeah. Not like a lot of carbs beforehand, you know, so you got energy but, to burn. But I mean, it, apparently it's tradition because you yeah. could, you couldn't go to Scalini's in Smyrna. They they're booked. That's how far people were going for their pasta. Kind of like uh, Michael Scott eating the fettuccine Alfredo right. before <laughs> yes. the uh, the fun run. That's exactly what it for, is. Uh, that, that was hilarious. Maybe I would... not something so heavy on the cream, but you know. Did you have a, a pre-meat ritual? Like, did you always eat the same meal before a, a race? Uh, yeah, I, there was varying versions of pasta, but it was typically that night before was a, was a, was a ton of that stuff. Yeah. Any 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 kind, usually not heavy on a on a sauce. Okay. So it was usually light, like Lightly an olive sauce. oil or garlic, okay. you know, basil, something like that. That's interesting that you didn't know what baked ziti was. I would have thought I have that. No would... idea. <laughs> Chuck's I'm still the... not exactly sure what that is. It's it's ziti. It's baked. It's baked. There's cheese and sauce, yeah. and you bake it. It's well, delicious. It's just like a zini, but it's baked. No, no, it's not a lasagna. Like a lasagna. Yeah, it's it's just like you Sounds know what like ziti. Lasagna to me. Take ziti. You make ziti and sauce. That was ziti. Like a, a tubular pasta. It's a tube. Okay. All right. Why you, you say that? You make that. It's called ziti. You cook it in a sauce. <laughs> you put it in a, a casserole dish, cover it with mozzarella cheese, and bake it. Oh, I'm sure I've had And you that. cut it in squares. And it's still, it's, it's, so it's like staple. a lasagna. That sounds like a poor man's lasagna. It, it, well, it is a poor man's lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just um, not layered. <laughs> but like it, on, on the, any buffet growing up in the Northeast, okay. yeah. that was, it was, uh, there was always a baked ziti. Have you ever had baked ziti, Russ? Nope. Wow. I don't think that comes in a can um, at the dollar store. <laughs> hey, how far is that road race? How many miles? 10K. It's six miles. Yeah, is, I did is it the March miles? of Dimes one time. That thing was like 10 miles. It took all day to walk it. And uh, I was so full. I just uh, I was watching some documentary about the beginning of the March of Dimes. Um, and it was interesting. I, I think it was during World War One. Maybe, and people were asked to donate dimes to help the war effort, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty interesting. 
And then uh, I'll fast forward to Russ and doing a March of Dimes. <laughs> that took him all day. The long storied history of the March of Dimes. Uh, anything else, Russ, before we let you go, buddy? Uh, I can't think of anything. I mean, I've got TV finally. Oh, good. Yeah. Excellent. The new house. You know, the thing is, they, I've got a dish in my yard, uh-huh. and this place wanted $200 down and like 80 bucks a month or something. You know, I went to Walmart and bought a, uh, an antenna for $70. Nice. I get 49 channels. Beautiful, including Channel 2 Action News this morning. You can watch me every morning. I do. I have it. Can you still, what, what's the TV show you get up to watch, though? Partridge Family? I can't find that. I can't <laughs> find that. The Partridge Family. It's on MeTV. MeTV. Find it, Russ. Find the Partridge Family. Need you to get back into your routine. Russ, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. And uh, don't forget, Friday, Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot, Mark. All right, buddy. Be safe. Uh, I got sad news for the city of Boston and most of America. I'll, I'll tell you when we come back. Sad news for the city of Boston and most of America. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Sad news from the historically racist city of Boston, Massachusetts. The Cheers Bar is closing. The Cheers Bar at uh, Boston's Faneuil Hall Marketplace is closing after two decades in the business. Uh, I guess it's a casualty of the pandemic. So here's the deal. Well, there's two, is it? Exactly. The ori- okay, which so one is it? It's the one at Faneuil Hall, which is the second one, not okay. the original not one. Not the original one. But to be fair, I mean, I used to go to Boston on a school, on a field trip every year in school. And, well, I guess it, <laughs> I guess it makes sense. In high school, we're not going to a bar as part right. of the field trip. But we'd go to Boston all the time. I never, we, that's considered like a tourist trap. Oh, like, yeah. That's the first one of the first places we went when we went. Yeah, there. the locals would never go to the uh, the Cheers bar. I actually think I did go to the one. I, like, walked into the one at Faneuil Hall. Faneuil Hall is like a an older, cooler Pond City market. You know, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's cool. You definitely check it out. Uh, but they had like a, they have a bunch of bars there and, and chowder huts and stuff like that. And I think I stepped in, but uh, locals would never, ever go to uh, the Cheers bar. But that's kind of sad that yeah. uh, hopefully the original one will will still be there. Did you went to it, though? In oh, Boston? we went to both of them. Well, we had lunch at the at the one that, you know, that you see at the front of the TV yeah, yeah. show. Got our pictures in front of it and everything. And then we went down and had lunch. Was it cool? Yeah, it was, it's really cool. Yeah. It looks not... It, the only disappointing thing is you walk down those stairs and you know what you saw on the TV show. It looks nothing and you like ju- it. Not even yeah. a little bit. You just wish you walked in and it looked like that. But it was still really, it was fun to be there. I want to go to the uh, to Monk's Cafe Yes. in, in New York City uh, where Seinfeld is. It just says restaurant. Yeah, like the outside where it just says restaurant. Uh, that's a real restaurant. It's still yeah. open. And they have a, cool. a Seinfeld tour you can take. I've never, I've never done that. But I would like to go, if there is an establishment... That I would like to visit. That was based on a TV show. Peterman reality bus tour. Exactly. I would like to go to to Monk's Cafe in Get New York City. Get the big City. salad. Get the big salad. I want chicken salad on white, not toasted. With and, a cup of tea. And a cup of tea. That's the exact same thing I ordered. Uh, West Side Wall, hang tight, buddy. We'll get to your calls after news, weather, and traffic. Uh, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Johnny Kilbasa is going to join us with one of those fantabulous, delicious fast food reviews. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. This is The Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk.
this is Lois Griffin, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. So I was thinking about that cheer story during the uh, break and how, like, uh, a fictional bar becomes, like, a uh, a tourist attraction. Same thing in The Sopranos, where the Bada Bing Strip Club in New Jersey, like, people go to that strip club. It's not called the Bada Bing, but they go there to take pictures and the pork store in The Sopranos and the Christmas house in A Christmas Story. Uh, is there any in Atlanta? Like the designing women house is that a, is that a real thing? <laughs> I think that was just on. The, <laughs> I don't know. That the uh, driving Miss Daisy house. I think that's in the Highlands, but I don't know. It'd be tough to find. I don't. I wonder if there's any Atlanta like uh, TV or movie landmarks that people go to. None that I know. There of. is that movie tour, so maybe I'll look and see what they have. Listed. Okay, I get. Yeah, you know what? There's probably a bunch for like The Walking Dead and stuff like that. And that in uh, Stranger Things, Stranger Things, that, oh, that uh, mall that they did oh, the last yeah. season, yeah. Quinnett Mall. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if people are flying into Atlanta to take pictures there. But <laughs> you don't I, think? Yeah, I don't know. That's it's just interesting. A... I wonder if there are. We're we're just probably so close to the like we're not tourists, right? So right. we wouldn't be like, oh, let's go. Don't they Did drive past our building it? for Baby Driver, right? Like, ah, they drive in in downtown a lot. Dunwoody, I know. I don't know. Did they drive past I our building? I feel like they drove around this area, so maybe we could add our building to the right. list. Interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That'll make it. West Side, Walt joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Thanks for hanging on, Walt. What's going on, buddy? Hey, brother. Uh, two things. Uh, number one, you and Deb were asking about the flashers. The fl- Yeah, the hazard lights. Yeah, uh, that originated with the big rig tractor trailers. They would turn them on when they're coming up on slower traffic, so the trucks behind them would have enough distance to slow down. Well, Chuck and his Pontiac Firebird doesn't need to turn them on in the rain, though. Absolutely that, not. Yeah. <laughs> then famous places, uh, the movie uh, Big Mama's House with Martin Lawrence. Um, part of that was filmed at Agnes Scott College in Decatur, and then the Marietta Diner was where the guy huh. walked in and had the date with the girl. I love the Marietta Diner. I need to go. Oh. The, the pan- I, there's so many restaurants that I haven't been to because of the pandemic that I need to go. Marietta Diner is definitely. They've changed everything over there. They have like a drive through and everything now. Yeah. Marietta Diner. Yeah. I've For... gotten something to go, but I've not yeah. uh, eaten there. What? What? Hey, what, what did you say? It reminded me of something. Um, Big Mama's house. Yeah. yeah. Martin Lawrence. Uh, when he was a detective, yeah, Agnes Scott Oh, Carl. this is what I remember. So when, when I was in college, I went to school in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, and there was uh-huh. one there was one of those like tourist attraction places from a movie. Do you remember the uh, Insane Asylum from um, uh, Hannibal Lecter movie? What was that? Uh, what was the name Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. The, uh, the psychiatric ward was- Where she a, interviews him? Yes. was okay. literally across the street from my college. I'd like go the, there. The, the actual, yeah. So people would go in front oh, and cool. take a picture. And the the it was a weird place because so, the psychiatric ward. I mean, it was a psychiatric ward. It was a hospital, right? But they had yeah. a nine hole golf course there that you could play. <laughs> anybody or just yeah. the people there? Was no, there? anybody. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it was Do really you, uh... it was really cheap too. It was like, oh, you want to play at the? Oh well, uh, yeah, because you're playing at the psych ward. I mean, yeah, you might get killed or something. They didn't have like the patients be caddies or anything like that. <laughs> but be crazy. but that was the one tourist attraction where people would go like, oh, with the Silence of the Lambs, the hospital, blah blah blah. Uh, 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, oof, we do not want to know. 
Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm not so sure, Mark. I got a large bag of salt and vinegar pork rinds. I'm Ooh. a big lover of pork rinds. Ooh. And when I found the salt and vinegar pork rinds, I jumped on them because I like salt and vinegar potato chips. So I thought this would be the best of both worlds. Well, I hammered them down in about 10 minutes. And now about an hour and a half later, I am feeling it in the upper extremities of my body. But that's not going to stop me from reviewing some fast food. For you, Mark. Let me ask you a question. Is this, So we're talking about uh, TV and movie landmarks. I would imagine the pizza place that you worked in as a teen is now a yeah. landmark in Ohio, right? People come like, oh, that's where Johnny Kielbasa learned his chops. And they take pictures yeah, outside. Yeah, there, there's a mural painted on the side of the wall. They still <laughs> got the old dumpster there. It stinks. It's great. <laughs> what was? Do you mind telling us the name of, of that uh, historic uh, pizza joint? It was Noah's Ark of Pizza. Oh, what a great a, place. What a great place. Excellent. Uh, what's on the menu tonight, Johnny K? Mark, Hardee's has a new breakfast sandwich out. Sort of a new concept. A little twist on an old concept. But they're rolling out the hot cake breakfast sandwich sandwich now we've seen something like the hot cake breakfast sandwich over at mcdonald's because they've had for a while now you know they've got the mcgriddle yeah the mcgriddle now they call theirs they call their buns griddle cakes mm. oddly enough and over there they bake the maple syrup into the griddle cakes and give you whatever you want to on the sandwich you can pretty much dress it up like you would an egg mcmuffin right here they're keeping it simple with the hot cake breakfast sandwich it's a couple little hot cakes and then just a little folded up blanket of egg, sausage, and then another hotcake. So you're not getting cheese. You're not getting your choice of meat. Mm -hmm. You're not getting maple syrup baked into the cake itself. They're going to give you a little maple syrup on the side. So at first glance, this kind of seems like a half-hearted attempt to just to come out with something new. Hey, how about a couple little pancakes on a sandwich? Oh, really? Like a McGriddle? No, not really. We don't want to put that much effort into the like they do with the McGriddle. But we're just going to do a little... Hot cake breakfast sandwich, Mark. I suppose if you're looking for hot cakes and eggs and sausage all at the same time and you don't have time for a platter, why not? And just to recap, this is at Hardee's, you said? Yeah, Hardee's. All right, so I got, yeah, the new hot cake breakfast sandwich. It looks really good. I mean, of course, the picture on their website is going to look really good. But to me, the the Frisco breakfast sandwich is, uh, I mean, you can't beat that. So I would not, I don't think I've ever ordered any other breakfast item from Hardee's besides the frisco breakfast sandwich which is just divine right and i don't see really any reason why you would duck the frisco and go with this hot yeah. cake sandwich you know what Unless i would do really like uh texas to- i mean uh what's that the frisco sour bread yeah i i'll tell you what i would do though i would get the frisco melt and i would get one of these new guys as a side you know what i'm saying like i would i would get yeah. as a side order a side dish of the new pancake sandwich because it does look good i mean granted all the pictures on the website are going to look good but uh i'd give it a shot yeah i'll give it a shot johnny k look at that didn't even know that was coming down the pike longoria did you had no idea little new hot cake breakfast sandwich little that's pan- why we have johnny little pancake sandwich you know what i'll get yeah, the breakfast platter how they get the you know i've tried to make that little scrambled egg blanket that they fold up like that and <laughs> yeah. i don't know how they do it it's a mystery <laughs> it is you got to go to uh the culinary institute of america to learn how to make that <laughs> folded egg blanket johnny k with good stuff as always we appreciate you as always and if the cholesterol is high baby so am i follow me on twitter johnny kielbasa rocks on instagram and listen to the sausage chuck podcast on any pod app or johnny kielbasa.com all things kielbasa on johnny appreciate you bruh 
Anytime, bro. Um, all of a sudden, we have full phone lines. What what happened? It's got to be landmarks, right? Are we talking about landmarks? Is that what you want to talk about? Shirley's in Marietta. Shirley, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I'm so glad you let me on. I've got two awesome stories for you about Seinfeld. Um, but first of all, the Designing Women House is actually in Little Rock, Arkansas, and I've driven by it. The dining room um, in what? The the house from Designing Women. Oh, it was in Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay. I can yeah. barely, you sound muffled, Shirley. Are you, uh, do you have a, a mask on? Oh, sorry, I had to speaker phone because okay. I was driving with my phone in my hand, which is so bad. That is so bad. You um, sound much better now. Back. Okay. So my Seinfeld stories, and I have two really good ones for you. I have met Newman, and I have met George Costanza. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. I know. So which one do you want to hear first? Uh, um, I want to hear Costanza. Okay. All right. Well, I just happen to be a flight attendant, and I'm at the boarding door. I'm up in um, New York somewhere. I don't remember which of the three airports it was. And I'm at the boarding door, and, you know, everybody's coming on. we got a full boat. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? And this little short guy comes on, and I didn't even recognize him. He had a ball cap on. He kept his head down. He had sunglasses on. He had his earbuds in, you know, head down. Yeah. So he goes up, he sat in one one D first class. And first class, of course, of course. So I'm working in first class and he took the hat off and he looks he's faking like he's sleeping, which is that's what a lot of celebrities do because they just don't want to be bothered. Chuck I, does it all the time. Know. I know. Chuck yeah, I, Chuck pulls that. Every time he flies to Whitefish, he pretends to be sleeping in first class. <laughs> exactly. So he's you know, quote unquote, dead to the world. And I'm dying because my favorite episodes are Shrinkage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is one. And um, uh, probably the one the one with the um, JFK assassination with the. Oh, yeah. The loogie, the, the, let know, me jump Newman in. Let me and, jump in real quick, Shirley, because we, we got to go. Um, okay. What's the protocol? Are you allowed to, like, take pictures with celebrities on planes or ask for autographs? Or is that like frowned upon? Uh, we do it. We're okay. probably not supposed to, but we do it. Because I know I got to talk to him one on one. So when I uh, when I used to cover the Braves and the Hawks or whatever on the press pass, it, it explicitly says no photographs, no autographs. Like if you ask for an autograph in the locker room or a picture, you lose your press pass forever. Like you're blackballed. You're done. Uh, so I was just curious about that. Delta probably fla- frowns upon it. Like don't bug Chuck in first class. Let him sleep. Uh, Lauren is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Lauren. Hi. Um... Thank you. I was calling to let you know the Driving the Stacy House and the Temple are both in Atlanta. Yeah, the, the Temple's right the down Ozark. the street from us, for sure. Where is yeah. the Where is the Driving Miss Daisy House, though? Is that in the Highlands? It's North Highland. North Highland, okay. And what was, yeah. what was the other one? Ozark. Oh, uh, Lake Altoona, right? Lake Altoona, the last... Two seasons were done at the Lake Lanier. Oh, okay. I bailed yeah. I bailed midway through the second season. I love Jason Bateman. I love the first season, but I, I I bailed after the second season on that. Joel is in Flowery Branch. Joel, welcome to the... Oh, Joel hung up. Karen's in Tequila. Karen, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm calling about Ozark as well. My brother's house is actually the first season drug dealer's house. So... I don't know if anybody's driven by to take pictures or anything, but it's in Cherokee County. I remember it. So um, the first thing, I do remember that house. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, so taking, you know, killing somebody on the front porch, 
brings new meaning to going to my brother's house. So <laughs> very interesting. How much did he, then, how much did he get paid for that? Do you know? You know, they're not really saying, but they redid a lot of stuff in their house. Um, the things they did in the house were interesting. They had to like spray mud water on it to make it look really run down, scrape the paint off of it. So of course, when they were done filming, they you know repainted everything, made it nice. I bet they get tons of money. Even though, I mean, yeah, I bet they make tons of money on that stuff. If you want to rent a stone house, Hollywood, Chuck's got an amazing oh, yeah. stone-filled home. You. It will cost you. Uh, we'll come back, finish up with your calls. Close the line, Chuck's, because uh, we don't have enough time to get everyone on. On Twitter and Instagram, though, always available there, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Hang tight. One segment to go of The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. can't believe it's 68 degrees on Peachtree Street. I'm very excited about this. Not excited about the severe weather. NITS has you covered throughout the overnight and tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Kevin's in McDonough. Kevin, what's up, my friend? What's going on, man? Uh, the mule, Clint Eastwood, the fruit stand is right down Kellytown Road, about a half a block from my house. And in the mule? The burger place. Yeah, I liked that movie. Food. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty they, good. They where you come out of the fruit stand with the girl rugged girls on bikes. Yeah, and uh, the chubby burger he come out of is a closed <laughs> down Hardee's in uh, Jonesboro, right around the corner from Tire Zone, my brother's tire store. But look at that, Hardy's getting a lot of props said, tonight. Oh, yeah, on he show. was he was cool and he's taking pictures and signing autographs. And, I would like I, mean? I would like to interview him. Make that happen, Deborah Green, Clint Eastwood. I will work on it. He's yeah. always shooting around here. He is, exactly. Tell him to come in. We'll bring in Hardy's. Johnson is in Locust Grove. Johnson, real quick, buddy, what do you have? I have the number one place no one wants to go visit. Okay. In Baby Driver. Yeah. The, the last scene uh-huh. when they're leaving the prison. Yeah. I work at that prison. Oh, is that the, is that the cab? That is Butts County. But Really? Really interesting. Was that really? were you there when they filmed it? Was it crazy? It wasn't crazy. I mean, there was a lot of actors. There was a lot of stuff, but we had enough security, and yeah. for a couple of days, they didn't let people go out on the yard. But it was all right. Excellent. It was a good day. Look at that. I, I learned week, something actually. new right now. The Butts County Prison is where uh, the end of Baby Driver was. That was a good movie. I tried to rewatch it though. That's one of those movies you watch yeah. once and you're done with it. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's not very rewatchable. No. Um. Even though Chuck's a big Kevin Spacey fan, you just <laughs> just can't rewatch it. By the way, before before the end of the show, Jerk. the Democratic National Convention, Deborah Green, you're the executive producer. What's going on tonight on the radio? We've got it on all platforms, all platforms. tonight, I believe. Yes. So AM 750, 95.5, WSBradio.com, and the WSB app. All right. So we had split the stream, not crossed the stream. Now we're crossing the streams. It's going to be available on all platforms so you can get your coverage at the link starting at 9, Longoria. You don't care. You're out of here. It is uh, 9. And that same deal tomorrow. We all wish it started. the coverage started at 6 p.m., but unfortunately, <laughs> it's starting it. at 9 p.m., and uh, we're going to do the same for the Republican National Convention. So we give equal time to both sides. Let's do Star of the Shizzo. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Dude came in on his honeymoon and was embarrassed twice during Millennial Match Game and does Alex Williams know this food? No doubt about it. Newlywed Alex Williams is our star of the show. Thursday, we got little Sanjay coming up with uh, Would You Rather and we're going to have a return on Friday of our comedian interviews. 
Yes. Yay. John Heffron's going to join us on Friday. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited about that. We will continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Give me a follow, folks, at Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.